Hi listeners and welcome to another footnote episode of the Fantasy Animation Podcast with me, Chris Holiday, And me, Alex Sargent. We have a very special guest having not let them leave the podcast room. <laughs> we've locked the door. We <laughs> are going to do, so we've got, uh, we're joined by uh, Professor Mark Bald, who is um, Professor of Film and Literature at UWE, um, and we are doing science fiction. So we decided, Mark, what, what term would you like to do? And Alex said, yeah, we'll do you know science fiction because it's nice and easy, and then corrected himself and went, it's absolutely not easy at all. So I'm really but, thrilled. But if anyone can make it sound easy, it'll be Mark. This is true. Um, um, so Mark, we will we will do uh, set the timer to uh, ten minutes. What is science fiction? We talk about it on the podcast without ever really defining it. So this is a good opportunity for students to to get a nice little ten minute definition. Okay. If there is one, if if possible, it's if there is one. No, there isn't one. Uh, cool, and that was the episode. Uh, <laughs> genres don't work like that. Simple yeah. definitions do not work. Uh, genres are live and shifting and changing things. They're historical, they're culturally embedded. No one sees them from the same perspective as anyone else. So like any genre, science fiction continually shifts depending on where you are, what you're looking at. Yeah. I like to randomly claim things as science fiction just to wind people up, <laughs> but also to see what that does to challenge uh, the way science fiction gets defined. So people often mistakenly say the word dates, the, the phrase dates 1926, it's actually 1929. Hugo Gernsback, um, the uh, editor of Astounding Stories of Super Science, the first specialist science fiction pulp magazine published in the US. Um, he gives this definition in his first editorial of um, that it has to be an entertaining romance, a kind of romance in the sense of adventure story. Mm -hmm. It has to be educative, has to be have scientific fact in it. Um, he calls it scientifiction, scientific and fiction with the thick kind of overlapping. Right. Okay. All, already didn't know. Well, <laughs> right. This is great. And this is why science fiction in the early days was abbreviated to STF, not to SF. Okay. Amazing stuff. He loses control of that magazine in a kind of, um, there's some dodgy stuff going on in publishing at that stage in uh, New York. So he launches um, a bunch of rival magazines, uh, Air Wonder Stories, Science Wonder Stories, and Wonder Stories Quarterly. They all eventually collapse, eventually after like three months, collapse into one magazine called uh, Science Wonder Stories. And there, as a bit of product differentiation, he starts talking about science fiction rather than scientific fiction. Okay. Um, because you can actually say science fiction aloud, unlike scientific fiction. <laughs> there are a couple of early uses of the phrase in like the 1870s, but they're not connected to any kind yeah. of tradition. And like any genre, what it does is you have to have a number of examples before you can claim there's a genre. And so when people start talking about a genre, they'll point back historically and retrospectively claim things as yep. science fiction. So, you know, Mary Shelley, Jules Verne, H.G. Wells, they weren't writing science fiction, but most of their fiction then gets incorporated into the genre retrospectively. Mm -hmm. And the pulp magazines really um, are where the core of American science fiction is happening. Science fiction is happening globally, um, not least because Jules Verne and H.G. Wells were massive bestsellers globally. So even where there are indigenous traditions, um, you know, in Japan and China and so on, writing something like science fiction, they are then influenced by European models. 
Um, science fiction cinema dates back to 1895 mm -hmm. in this model. Um, the Lumiere Brothers' Mechanical Butcher, in which men lead up a pig to this kind of table with a big cranky wheel on it. It looks like a side-on view of a camera or a projector. So there's a kind of self-reflexivity about it. They put the pig in, they wind the wheel, crank the wheel around, and out comes some pork chops and sausages and stuff. So it's a science wow. fiction cinema is right there in 1895, except the phrase doesn't exist to call it that. It's just yeah, a theory yeah. film, a trick film. Mm. Um, and unusually from the Lumieres rather than Melies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so science fiction takes off as a term in the pulps in the 1930s, by which point it's already appearing in film. We already have comic books, so... Um, the book Roger, first Buck Rogers novel appears in Gernsbach's magazine and before the second novel comes out it's already been adapted to a comic strip. Flash Gordon is the main competitor just a few years later. So science fiction is erupting across media. Alongside this there are games and toys, you know, mm. ray guns and all sorts going on. So there's this intense moment of productivity of science fiction in the pre-war period. Um, and then we don't really have many science fiction films. We have movie serials. We have a big um, blockbuster movies like Just Imagine um, and Things to Come in the UK and Alita, Queen of Mars in the Soviet Union and Cosmetropolis sure. in uh, Germany. After World War II, there's a kind of massive, exp another massive expansion of science fiction um, in films. So we get the cycle of movies that come um, in the wake of uh, things like Destination Moon, a uh, thing from another world. Yep. And importantly, the reissue, 1952 reissue of King Kong, which is a massive hit uh, and then leads to a lot of monster movies as well and ultimately uh, has an impact in Japan where mm -hmm. kaiju... Uh, Godzilla is uh, made yep. in, under that influence and from uh, the beast from 20,000 fathoms. There's an eruption of science fiction magazine publishing. Um, so you're getting lots and lots of titles. A lot of them don't last very long. You get paperback publishing and a lot of science fiction lines there. So again, it's happening across media. There's radio shows, there's early TV shows in the, in the 50s. Um, in the UK, things like uh, Quatermass. In the US, things like Captain Future. Um, there's a Flash Gordon TV series as well, which is quite clunky and bad. Um, so science fiction sort of seeps out into, yeah. becomes a much larger genre in that period. The actual academic study of science fiction um, doesn't really begin happening until the 60s. There are a few earlier texts. Um, J.O. Bailey's Pilgrims Through Space and Time, Marjorie Hope Nicholson's Voyage to the Moon. Um, who aren't really thinking of what they're looking at as science fiction particularly. Mm. Bailey begins to. Um, and then the key thing that happens in terms of science fiction being studied academically is Darko Suvin publishes yeah. a couple of essays in College English, which then um, become the base of his book, Metamorphoses of Science Fiction, um, which is from Yale University Press, which really, really helps. It's a prestigious Ivy League University mm -hmm. Press. Science Fiction Studies Journal, Foundation Journal, had started an extrapolation had started in the late 60s, 70s. But it's really from the 80s onwards that Science Fiction Studies expands. And it's from the late 80s onwards, uh, building on work by people like Vivian Sobchak, that the study of science fiction film starts. Right, right. And starts being taken seriously. Um, and the field's just grown simultaneously with the field uh, transforming. Um, so it's no longer white tech bro kind of stuff being produced. It never was that simple and straightforward, yeah. but it, that was taken as the heart of science fiction for a long, long time. But now we live in this incredible era of science fiction from around the world, science fiction in translation, massive eruption of Afrofuturist mm -hmm. and African futurist science fiction in the last couple of decades. So it's a very rich and lively field. 
and it's happening everywhere across all kinds of media. If there is a definition, it's some kind of link, however tenuous, to either science or previous traditions in the genre. That's how you tell something science fiction. Or, like me, you want to annoy people by claiming their loved object is really science fiction. Right. I, that was the best answer to that question I could have uh, Hoped thought for, of. Yeah, yeah. We have only a couple of minutes left, so yeah. I guess I, I think we've covered the tropes. I think you addressed the flexibility and uh, that. I think we've covered some of the key literature. So let's just... Star Wars. Science fiction? Or sp well, only because we've had space, space fantasy. Opera. I yeah. claim it as fantasy, so let's yeah. see if we can have a fight. Oh, um, J.G. Ballard famously called it Muppets in Space, <laughs> um, which is a great movie. Yeah, Muppets actually, it really is a great movie. We should do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, this is what I mean about genres not being simple and straightforward and being fluid and different. Yeah, it's a mashup of all kinds of things. There's science fiction, there's Arthurian fantasy, there's pirate movies, mm -hmm. there's World War II mission movies going on there, all mashed up together. I don't get to control any of this. I've always thought of it as science fiction and often not very good science fiction, sometimes really good science fiction, or interesting or fun science fiction. Um, so, yeah, it's science fiction and it isn't. And if it isn't, if it, if, sorry, I, I love, I, this is how I like to approach fantasy about, you don't get to control it, it's really mm. up to the listener, isn't it? But I guess what you're alluding to there is that if you, if you view it as a science fiction, then some of the things you were talking about in your answer become available or more prominent and then you can judge it accordingly so maybe maybe if it, if it is science fiction it's bad science fiction but or that doesn't mean if, it isn't if, science if, fiction yeah or if you think of it as being central to science fiction yeah. it transforms how you view all the how rest of science the rest fiction yeah, absolutely yeah. same with you know the, each new entry in the science fiction genre has the potential to add oh no science fiction now includes these things the, yes. as, a, as a trope or whatever it yeah. is and yes. there's no complete what is it that, that stuff is always kind of in play Sure. When it comes to genres and things like you've, that, you've given us some really great, cr like, key critical texts that I suspect people who might be interested in this might go away and read. But are there any other, like, you know, intro, intro? I suspect you've written quite a lot of them, Mark. Yes. But uh, are there any good, <laughs> just just uh, you know, so, you know, um, good yeah. intros to this? Yeah, I'd like recommend this. science fiction: The Routledge Film Handbook. I'd recommend the Concise <laughs> History of Science Fiction. I'd recommend <laughs> yeah. the Routledge Companion to Science Fiction. And, and who, fifty key figures of science who fiction. Who are the editors slash authors of those? Me. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're really good. Um, for really science fiction, I'll recommend them. For yes. science fiction film, I'd also look at the work of Jay Talot, mm -hmm. yes. who's written num numerous books. Yep. And also writes on animation as well. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, Vivian Sobchak's yep. book, Screening Space, remains remarkable, but the last chapter remains incredibly difficult to read. Um, there's the journal, uh, Science Fiction Film yep. Television, which I founded uh, yep. 15 years ago, that must be. Great. Um, yeah, Wonderful. loads of stuff out there. There you go, listeners. Done. The world is your oyster. Mark, thank you again for joining us. Uh, that was a really wonderful introduction to the term. Thank you. We'll see you next time on the next footnote. If you have any suggestions for other uh, impossible things to cover in 10 minutes, but we'll give it our best anyway, fananim research, F A N A N I M research at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Bye.